When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As I record this video, West Ham are literally 16 days away, 16 days away from starting our Premier League season when we travel to Bournemouth for the opening day of the new season. Um, and yet, I know I sound like I'm repeating myself, um, no closer to replacing Declan Rice, as it appears. Nothing's really changing. We're still in the same boat as we was at the beginning of the week. I did a video on Monday saying that this was a really important week. This was a week that we desperately needed because it would at least give us a fortnight then, cushion time to get new players in and get, get them settled in with the squad, work on tactics, etc. So I found it would really be a crucial week. Well, it's Thursday now and nothing's changed. We are in the same position, absolute same position, which is crazy. Before I go into uh, this um, video, I just want to say that most of the people that watch this are not subscribers. I think actually more than half. So if you aren't a subscriber, just please click subscribe because it's, it's free to do so. And you keep up to date with our videos. And of course, then you enter um, the competition to win a free West Ham top. We give away a free top, uh, home, away, fur kit uh, throughout the whole season every month throughout the whole season so it just take part all you need to do is click subscribe it's free to do so so please do so yeah we, here we are then we are as i say nine days oh, sorry uh, 16 days away from uh the premier league starting it's really a frustrating time really frustrating i, I i'm maintaining a, a positive kind of outlook in, in 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 the long run i do feel like in the long run we'll be all right but I'm concerned, and I'm not just concerned about the sort of obvious, i.e. The, where are our players, you know, we need to prepare for the new season, which is absolutely crucial. I'm also concerned about what this is doing to our reputation with these players that are so-called targets and players that we're really keen on. You do wonder what they must be thinking, because if I was, say, an Edson Alvarez, for instance, I wouldn't be impressed with this. I'd be looking at the, well, what's going on? Do you want me or not? Because this constant sitting back and inquiring and we're not really going to put a bid in because we want to see what deals and all this this scattergun, bizarre approach that we have to transfers. 
I don't know what it does it can do to a player other than just put them off and put a bit of a cloud over their move because you might have players that are really excited to be joining. James Ward-Prowse, for instance, he's touted to be wanted to come to the club. Great. I like the idea of a player wanting to come to West Ham. But even he must be thinking, well, if you want me, come and get me. Do you know what I mean? Let's, let's move these talks along. I'm not suggesting West Ham are doing nothing, but it, it's slow. It, it doesn't scream ambition. It doesn't scream love, does it, to the player that you this is the player we want. I've never really understood West Ham's approach to, ta- uh, to targeting players. I've never got it. It's always a really odd way that we do things, i.e. we need a midfielder. Well, let's bid for 20 of them and then we'll see what comes back and then work out the best deal. I don't understand how that's a a strategy. I find it really peculiar. And of course, there are then these rumours of Stierton. They're purely rumours, of course, and I've heard nothing concrete to suggest otherwise. That he's unhappy. And and you kind of think, well, I bet he's not. I, I can guarantee you he's not because... I'd be sitting there thinking, what, what is this? What is, this is just not a way a club runs. Look at other clubs. Look at how they do their business. I'm not suggesting West Ham are in that same bracket where we can just pick a player we want and we're definitely going to get him. I know that's that's very difficult, but that's because most clubs don't have that. But most clubs know who the players they want. Bayern Munich want Harry Kane and they're working hard to get Harry Kane. Arsenal wanted Declan Rice and they worked hard to get Declan Rice. They they knew the they know the players they want. West Ham are just continually saying, oh, yeah, we're just, we want a midfield. We're going to go in for loads of them. We don't. I really find it odd, really odd. As I write this, oh, sorry, as I record this, um, I, there are question marks over loads of things at West Ham at the moment. Loads. And I've only, I've got a little list here of just like the sort of the main ones, the main points. And you've got to bear in mind, as I've said, this is 16 days away before the new season commences. And these are the question marks currently hanging over West Ham. Declan Rice's replacement, the obvious, the big one. Who's going to be coming in as our new defensive midfielder? We've had two years knowing that Declan Rice was leaving this summer. And we are two weeks away, just over two weeks away from the Premier League season starting. And we still haven't got that that person nailed on. We don't know who it's going to be. It's a shambolic situation. It's awful, awful situation to be in. You've got then the midfield, the next, next question mark. What's going on with our midfield then? Because the Declan Rice replacement, yes, I, I know that forms part of that, but then what's our midfield then? Is it going to be Suchek, Paqueta and this other person? Well, we don't know. We, we don't know, do we? Again, big question marks. No idea. Left back. Creswell leaving? Is he leaving? Don't know. We don't know. It's it, Apparently so. Apparently he really wants to move, really keen on it. I don't blame him. Two year, Apparently it's a two-year contract they've offered or they're going to offer with an extra year. And West Ham are going to offer him a year. Why wouldn't he? Why wouldn't it? His age and fair play to him. He's been a great servant. But who is he? Are we going to sell him? Don't know. Who are we going to bring him? Don't know. Crazy, absolutely crazy. Mikel Antonio. Another another bullet point there. Who? What? What's going on with him? Is he staying? He wants to go. Is he going to Saudi? Don't know. Is he staying at West Ham? Don't know. It, it's not good enough. It's not good enough. You can't keep having these constant question marks and no, it never seems to be getting resolved. Gianluca Scamacca, another striker. Is he going back to Italy? Don't know. Is he going on loan? Are we trying to sell him? Is he up for sale? We don't know. It's just constant, constant doubt and question marks surrounding our football club all the time and nothing ever seems to change. Then you've got the centre-back position. Apparently, we want another centre-back because we've got an ageing back line in terms of a bonner. He needs to think about his replacement. West Ham are looking to get a replacement in. 
what's happening with that then? Are we are we doing anything? Harry Maguire apparently. Again, and this is a prime example of that. West Ham are really interested in Harry, Harry Maguire. And then we're also interested in the young lad from Man City, you know, the young England 21 captain, Harwood Bellis. I mean, it couldn't be more different. Couldn't be more different. One's a young up-and-coming player. It hasn't broken into Man City's side yet, but he capped it in England on 21s. And then you've then got the Harry Maguire who's been around the block, who's going to cost an absolute fortune in terms of wages. But we were interested in both. What's that? What's that all about? You've got the coaches. We've had two coaches lead the football club. Paul Nevin, Mark Warburton. No noise of who's coming in. David Moyes apparently hopes one might be in before the beginning of the season. What the hell is going on? And then, of course, you've got David Moyes. What's, what, what's his future at this football club? He's in his last year of his contract. What, what's the point? Like, are we, I mean, I, I'm not having a go at David Moyes for that, but West Ham have got to do one thing or the other. You have to keep keeping your manager or you're getting rid of your manager. You can't keep this halfway house situation that West Ham seem to be continually in for every decision and every strategy seems to be just this kind of balancing act. I want to keep David Moyes happy. I want to keep Stuyton happy. I want to do this. I want, oh, oh, no, we, we've got left back coming in, but we're not quite sure. We don't, we, there's no decision being made. There's no kind of firm. That's what we're doing. That's what this is the angle. Like it or lump it. It's this constant sitting on the fence, the halfway ass feeling all the time of West Ham. And it's causing us no end of problems. And as I've said, I'm concerned that this is having, a, well, we can see it's having a terrible impact on our, on our transfer window. It's obvious. It's not a case now of a couple of weeks back. We could have, I mean, well, as I've, I've, you've seen me record and talk about this previously, if you have, but I've been saying very, I'm feeling very positive. Looking, I'm excited. I've got Stuyton's now in. We've, we've got these things in place. I can see now, like, these things to be really excited about. We've got money to spend. But all we've had from this football club throughout, which is very typical of us, as we all know as West Ham fans, it's just constant excuses. Excuse after excuse after excuse as for not getting out. But it's never West Ham's fault. It's always somebody else. And I find it really bizarre. I and mean, funnily enough, I've, I'm stunned by today because I don't know if David Moyes has done an interview for Sports Social, I believe. I think it was Sports Social. No, it wasn't. It was um, um Football Social podcast, da Football Daily podcast. So... um he done an interview and I've only seen snippets of it. I'm sure some fans have seen it as well. It's doing its rounds on Twitter and things. And basically we've got another excuse. The excuses are starting to roll out. There's two. He threw two new lovely excuses out, which honestly made me want to throw my phone out the window. Um, the first one was, well, um, we went to Australia. Uh, that, that's one of the reasons why we're struggling. I mean, I've never heard anything so ridiculous in all my life. That's one of the reasons we've been to Australia. And the fact it's a short summer because of last year's World Cup. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought I didn't realise we we're the only club that have had that impact. Tot didn't Tottenham go to Australia as well? Ar didn't Arsenal go? To Arsenal in America. They seem to be getting on fine and getting their place. Didn't Arsenal just spend £100 million on our, on our um, captain? Didn't seem to cause them any issues. It's just doing my head in. I'm tired of listening to this excuses from this football club we've had this all summer every every from the minutes the summer started and everyone as 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 expected you know let, let's be honest we had a great end to the last season really phenomenal end trophies all excited it, it's a great feeling and and the, the the feeling is 
one, especially for me, and I'm sure many fans, of let's push on now. This is a time to be enjoying as a West Ham fan. So typically, and normally, like I've always said with transfer windows, and you do turn into a bit of a kid, you get a bit excited, like a bit at Christmas, don't you? And think, oh, are we going to be getting and start dreaming about what next season can bring? And yet all we've ever had, really, from the club has been excuses. The first one was Stiedson. We can't do anything with Stiedson until Stiedson arrived. That was excuse number one. Excuse number two then was Declan Rice. We can't do anything until Declan Rice is sold because of financial fair play. And now the excuses now are rolling out continually. Um, and obviously, and David Morris has added to it today, which has just dr- drove me mad in, in terms of blaming pre-season um, going to Australia. For a start, they're only out there for about four days. I don't know what you're banging on about. I don't know how that. And it also it has got nothing to do with purchasing players. As I've said, other clubs don't seem to be struggling with this. So it's, it's, it's just poor excuses and poor management from West Ham. Absolutely. So we've had an update, though. I mean, the only positive I do seem to be seeing, and, and the update is that Carlos Borges, but again, I mean, let's be honest, that's now a week, a week since we've had that player. Apparently, agreed personal terms, it's close to being agreed. We've had literally Fabrizio, X, and all the top journalists going, yep, yeah, it's about to be done. We're a week later and nothing has changed. But according to the reports still, it's very, very close. So that's something to be pleased about. I am pleased about that. But my word, it, it does boggle the mind as to why these things at West Ham take so long when you watch other clubs do their business and just get on with it. Raul Jimenez, you know, went to um, went to Fulham. Bang, done. That's the player we want. We're going to get the striker. Blah, 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 done. He's in the Fulham shirt, sorted. It's, it's very, very frustrating why we are dragging our heels. I don't get it. So Scott McTominay is the big talking point at the moment. West Ham are very, very keen. But yet again, the problem is the valuation. It always seems to be the situation West Ham, doesn't it? There's the valuation. We, we, it's too expensive. The players are expensive. Every single player we ever seem to go in for, they are always too expensive. So maybe it's our problem. There seems to be one common denominator in all these negotiations, West Ham, that we don't like the price. We never like the price. Well, yeah. If you're going to start showing some ambition and pushing on, you've got to start like being showing that, like by by putting you. I'm not saying pay anything for anybody. I'm not saying you know. I understand there's budgets. I understand you've got to work towards you know within remits. I totally understand that. But at the same time, we're not talking that we're trying to buy Scott McTominay and they want 150 million. We're talking 35. You know what I mean it's kind of like well, that's kind of what I'd expect to be paying. Really? Like, maybe maybe 30, maximum, you know what I mean? Around that number. So it's not as if we're astronomically apart. I just get so frustrated, but West Ham find it so difficult to get these negotiations over the line. Really frustrating. Edson Alvarez talked about him a minute ago. A same exact same thing. You know, we, we, we're still in the same conversations. We're having, we, I did a video, I'm sure it was about, I think it was about two weeks ago. I think, and that we we put we were inquired for thirty five million pound. That was over over two weeks ago. It's around that. If you can go back and check it out, thirty five million pound we we tabled, and yet we are still in the same position, the exact same position. You know, if you're going to buy, you know, you've got the family coming over for a dinner at the weekend, and you've got to go and buy your ingredients. You don't go to every supermarket in London that you're wandering around hoping you're going to find a better deal for every ingredient. You accept that sometimes, yeah, you've got to pay a little bit more, but, you know, you want to get on with your life. I've got the family coming around Sunday. I've got to cook this dinner. You know, you, know, you don't wait until you don't spend the whole week building up to it, walking around shop by shop by shop, and then come back and go, well, I only managed to get a few bits because I've, I, I, I still think I can get a better deal. It's almost like that's how we're behaving. Just get on with it. 
Start thinking about next season. Start thinking in your mind, we've got to be prepared. With this team have to be start gearing up and moving ready to play Bournemouth. I don't want to be going into a depleted squad. Let's be honest, right? Let's get this fact that the way this is shaping up, West Ham are going to be doing deals after the season's commenced. That's how it's shaping up for me. I don't see us getting all our business done before the start of the season. I just don't. It's, I think it's going to take a miracle because the way that we're behaving is really, really poor. Really poor. And as I said, I don't like the idea that this what this scattergun approach is doing to our targets and what it's doing to their agent and their mind. Because I'd want to play a team to love me and want me and go, right, that's the guy we want. Let's go and get him in. Let's get the talks rolling. Let's, let's, let's agree a deal and get him in. Just spend it, you know, just putting tons of bids out and look, reviewing it and spending ages. It doesn't scream love, does it? It really doesn't. So I'm going to leave you with a quote. I'm going to end this with a quote from David Moyes today right and, and and let's be honest it, i like the quote I, I like it but it just goes against what's going on so he said i'm going to try and and try and build it and i'm going to push forward he's talking about west ham the football club it's the first time we've won a trophy in 40 years here at west ham we have to use this as the fuel to drive us forward and improve totally agree with that david great but actions speak louder than words to me and, and as it does for all us fans and everybody, really, we want to see it. I don't want to keep hearing that we're trying to push on because if you can't get a deal over the line for someone that's a fringe player at another club and they only want 30 million for him or something and you're acting like as if it's out of our realms of dealing with it, that's not screaming ambition. That's not pushing the club on. It's really, really confusing. Whatever's going on at West Ham is very confusing at the moment. Look, I don't want to be too negative. I, I really don't. I want to try and remain optimistic in terms of the long run. I appreciate that things take time. I do understand that it's not you're not playing FIFA. It's not a case of just clicking a button and within you know five minutes they're wearing the shirt. Totally understand that. But there's no getting away from the fact that no other teams have seen to, other teams don't seem to be struggling like we do. They're getting their business done. They identify who they want and they go and get them. Whereas West Ham, it's a very different story. Tim Stiden's appointment at the moment is not working, is it? Because we were, ex I mean, there's no disrespect to Tim. I I'm not having a go at the guy because he's been in the job five minutes. But there's clearly a problem. I think it's clear that David Sullivan, for whatever reason, is trying to appease David Moyes as much as possible and appease Stiden. It, 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 there's no, we're just not making a decision. There's no clarity in what we're trying to do it's muddled and it's showing and i'll tell you what it's about time this club now start turning this around quickly because before you know it we're going to be we're going to be in starting a premier league season up against it and it doesn't even bear thinking about being down the bottom of that league again <laughs>